Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, and welcome, Puckalonians, to Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Jashiro, and I've come to you with episode number 60, believe it or not. We're already at the 60s. I think I'm always going to be surprised every time we reach a new decimal because it's it's surprise I'm still on air and people still give me a microphone. But it's been an exciting week. It's been an exciting couple of weeks, actually, between the introduction with Meltang and other things that we're going to discuss here at the episode. But of course, I'm not going to be here speaking alone. But before that, remember, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, an nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're just running with it. With me today, I got two incredible gentlemen. First off, some say he was walked away from a fight with two broken ribs and a dislocated arm. He hasn't given them back yet. It's our Sigma. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure where that was actually going to go. Because <laughs> the only thing I've broken before is a wrist. But taking someone else's arm, sure. We can continue with this. <laughs> savage, sir. You're very savage. And then, for the first time in TCG cast history, doing his debut here at TCG, it is, some say, that he can rub two pieces of fire and make wood. It's Sevilo! Blessed be ye who believes in my wood-granting powers. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the show, my friend. It's great to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm really going to have a blast. This is a really fun one that I think we're going to record. Oh, no, it's definitely going to be a fun one. But surprises, uh, we're going to leave the topic as a surprise later on. Uh, but before we get to that point, uh, there's, uh, and before we get to our uh, obligatory introductionary banter, I have to say, Pocolonians, TCG family, we have a mission. All of you that download this show and love to listen to us and enjoy our show, or at least moderately enjoy it, tolerate it, some some say, I have a mission for you guys. Please go to your iTunes, if you're using an Apple, or whatever your um, podcast listening software that you use or app, 
and go and review us. We really appreciate it. As you guys know, we changed the channel. We now have a new channel. We go through Puckle Plus instead of the mainstream Puckle channel, which means that we lost a lot of the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the advantage Brilliant. of being in an established um channel <laughs> just <laughs> lack of a better word which means that we don't have the same um outreach we used to have and we want to change that so if you can guys go to itunes give us a review give us four or five stars whatever you think is fair for us let us know what you think not only that uh, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start reading those reviews um here in the show starting next show i'm gonna be reading your itunes reward uh, reviews here so please Go and review us, and I we really appreciate that because every time you review us, it means that more people can end up look uh, finding the show, more people can join the TCG and the Poco family, and that's what we want. We want to open up our arms and definitely invite more to the family because we're a great family, and we know we want to just spread the love, and that out of context is just bad. Now, be, uh, <laughs> following that... <laughs> issue let's go ahead and move on Sevillo, i your first time here in the episode so that means that we're gonna have to in completely interview you what's your passion in the tg how did you start on the tcg um and how you found your passion there yeah sure i started in the tcg when it first existed um i've been i've got some of the old really crummy now base set cards and everything and i really got into it like actually paying attention to what the attacks do Around, I don't know, a few years ago when Scizor, Mega Scizor EX was a big, <laughs> okay. big thing. That was kind of when I got in. That was my first deck that actually had competitive sense to it. And since then, I've been keeping on coming on and trying to learn whatever's going on, learn trends. And I am going to make it to Worlds next year. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, Don't have a single point yet, but I'm going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about wanting to do it. I've always wanted to win the the, uh, lotto and be a millionaire, although I (laughs) never played in my life. And there's another thing that you're known for, and that's your amazing meme decks. I remember the first time I met you on that uh, 2016, I think it was, uh, (laughs) PuckleCon. And you participated in a TCA tournament we had. What deck did you choose to use in the theme deck? The one and only. I was also the only one who chose to play the ultimate fear that is the Pikachu theme deck. <laughs> yes, the Pikachu theme deck. My Continuous friend. tumble for the win. <laughs> I have to say that your um, your courage and bravery is not lost in me. It really <laughs> is not, and I really appreciate it. Sigma, how have you been? What have you been up to in Pokemon? Uh, I've been, well... Preparing for the non-TCG-related WWTC. But other than that, I've been making a bunch of the decks from the recent regional. Not last weekend's, but the one before that. Nice. I've I've really... And we're going to get to this in the topic section, of course. But I've really been enjoying this rotation for whatever reason. I feel like this is the first rotation where I felt I'm not 100% lost. At the beginning, Mm -hmm. it's like I've, I've really found really good decks to play. And... It's been overall real fun for me, So, and, but we'll get to that uh, pretty soon. Now, since we all have gone with the introductions, we talked about Savalo, and now we're going to head out through the news. Let's go ahead and do that right now. 
Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Buckle News. And we are back, and it's time for the news of the TCG, and a few things have happened. But since Savillo here is here, I'm going to pick on you and say, let's start with you. What did you bring in news here to the TCG cast? Ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of playing regular old decks? Would you rather have one fed to you? Ladies and gentlemen, are you also tired of having a lot of trainers and cards that aren't Pokemon in your deck? Then I've got the card for you and I've got the theme deck for you. It's the new Let's Play theme decks featuring Pikachu and Eevee that are coming out here in a little bit. November 30th, to be specific, after Let's Go comes out. And they specifically say in their product description, these decks contain more Pokemon and fewer trainers with simpler cards for an experience aimed at a younger audience. They should have just left it in, these decks contain cards. (laughs) (laughs) This is a theme deck of theme decks. You thought theme decks were bad. Let's give you a theme theme deck. (laughs) Let's give you a theme deck about a game that is kind of a spin-off, but it's not a spin-off. It's a main series, but it's not a main series. So would this not be (laughs) a theme, but actually not a theme deck? It's it's weird. Yeah, it's weird, but it's kind of returning to normal. Because up until now, in, in my opinion, I'm sure you guys might agree with some of it. The theme decks have been awesome. They have, so, honestly. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a theme deck episode. I think we should come back to that pretty soon. Because they've had actually done really good with theme decks recently. Yeah, between mm-hmm. Garchomp, Executor, and Polion, all those are actually competitively viable. It's about time we got something like a Let's Play deck. Yeah, something completely mindless. and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is obviously built, uh, uh, just piggybacking on the... Um, the hype that is Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. So uh, we can't blame them for that. Basically, they the TCG always does this. We remember when Pokemon was being released, they revealed the, the theme deck, uh, Suicune versus Pikachu Libre. So it's just something that they constantly do. I do like, however, the fact that these are, are aimed to younger players. So again, mm-hmm. anything that help us introduce new players to the TCG that they can grow up to be, you know, single and single nerds like us in our 30s that's just completely fine by me and i really appreciate it so let's play let's play theme welcome to the family speaking of welcoming to the family i think uh our sigma i've heard something about a mythical pokemon going around yeah if you played pokemon go a couple weeks ago you were introduced to this little guy called meltan now he's a little steel pokemon that's been confirmed to be a mythical and uh yeah, it's going to be found in Let's Go and Pokemon Go, and it'll probably make its way over to the TCG at some point next year. I, I'm, I'm pretty, so I was pretty hyped with Meltang. So it's the first ever mythical that I experienced it through and through, where I had no idea what was going on, just like everybody else. I was in there. I've been really active in Pokemon Go since the reveal of uh, Let's Go. Uh, I played every day. I drive my girlfriend insane with it. Um and it's just been a whole lot of fun. And the fact that they use Meltang as a way to just create an event and a hype around it was so exciting as a fan. Was something that I really enjoyed along. And 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 as I discussed, I was talking with this with um uh in this Twitch stream the other uh well the other day, yesterday, that it had 
given me a level of appreciation and um, connection with Meltang that I haven't had with any mythical since Gen 6. Like, I see um, Magirna, nothing. Sarora, nothing. These Marshadow looks cool, but apart from that, nothing. No attachment whatsoever. Meltang, though, however, after this event, I feel a lot of attachment to Meltang and it's slowly becoming one of my favorite mythical, and I think that's the point. Which is why I feel kind of annoyed when people criticize Meltang about how of a simple design he is. I mean, most mythicals are sim- simple designs, in my opinion. Um, and I really enjoy it. But I want to listen to you. And, and I know it's not TCG related right now, but I really wanted to bring it because it's big Pokemon news. And I think that's something that should be covered even in the TCG, even if it doesn't have a card yet. So, Villa, what have your opinion of Meltang? I'm personally super excited for Ditto Clink Tag Team GX. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tag team G- between, yeah, Clink Clang and, and Ditto. Um, it's pure metal, which I was surprising. I thought it was going to be like electric metal, but no, because of its description, say it uses electrical currents, but it's just a simple pure metal. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's no TCG card yet. It's still steel. Um, but you know that once it comes to a TCG, it will be a metal Pokemon. What about you, Sigma? Any, any info on this? Uh, no, I was just really disappointed. All. It wasn't electric. I either. was. I really wanted it to be metal electric for whatever reason. Um, like until it, it evolves, be... <laughs> I that really would be nice. think it evolves. Calling too. it now, yeah. I I'm with you there. Say, uh, uh, and you said it first, but I'm with you there. Uh, I really do hope that this thing evolves because it looks like it might evolve. Anyway, that is uh, Meltang, which leads me to uh, leads us to our next piece of news. And no, for the, for those of you that are the, uh, very uh, uh, firm listeners to us, and you join us every single every other week with us, you know that, hey, Jushiro didn't start the news with him saying the first piece of news, which is usually what he does. Well, there's a particular reason. Because there's an EVGX box that contains a Jolteon GX, and I wanted to discuss that. The second DC product in 2019 will be an EVGX, you heard me right, an EVGX box. It will include EVGX, and it will be Featuring in the starter set Lightning a Jolton GX, and you know, guys, that I am already dying to know what this Jolteon does. Um, they will be re- uh, released in Amer- uh, America and Europe in January 18th, so I have to wait till 2019 to see to have at least this Jolteon on me. I hope to know what it does before that. Um, and I'm super excited. It is going to be a big feature of all the v- evolutions. They're not just going to stop with Jolteon. We're also going to have a Flareon GX and a Vaporeon GX, which means that we're officially going to have all of the evolutions in GX, GX form, which is pretty exciting. Uh, exciting. Um, the evolutions have mostly been positive and good cards in the past, with slight exceptions. I'm happy to to know and, and to continue knowing that um, with the introduction of the GX cards, evolutions have con- constant, consistently been good cards as well. Um, I don't think we've had a bad evolution GX. We do have e- evolution GX cards that are not being used, like Umbrian GX, for example, but it's not necessarily because it's a bad card. More in the likes is because right now there's just no way of doing a, a good deck around it or it doesn't supplement an existing 
deck that it could use. Uh, but in general, they've been mostly really good cards. So I'm super excited to see what my baby Jolteon can do. Uh, and I have hope I don't have to wait till January 18 to know. So here's to you, Flareon and Jolteon and Vaporeon. Good to see you in the GX family. Now, following the next one, take it away, Sigma. All right. So Lost Thunder is a massive TCG set that's just around the corner. Over 210 cards, if you can't remember. And uh, we've just got a bunch of English versions of cards that we kind of assumed were coming anyway, because we have known the Japanese ones for months now. <laughs> so we got Blacephalon, which is going to be a fire-type Ultra Beast that has a massive attack that we're probably going to talk about a little later. Uh, it'll do 50 times the number of fire energy that you send from your Pokemon to the Lost Zone. So that'll be an exciting one. Uh, we have Suicune, which has a cool little... Uh, Suicune GX, which has a cool little ability to put it from your bench into your deck. We have Zero Aura how GX. generous you are with the word cool. But continue. How dare you? <laughs> we have Zero Aura GX, which is trying to be cool. <laughs> it, it actually might be good. It, I've heard it's doing well in Japan. It comes with its special stadium that we've talked about before, Thunder Mountain, which decreases the price of attacks of electrical Pokemon by a lightning energy. And then we have Lugia GX, which and we now the, know... the reason why we... Sorry to interrupt you, but the reason why we've talked about that card is the reason because uh, it has a slight little detail that you can't get rid of it using um, item uh, or anything that is not just replacing the stadium. Mm -hmm. And an attack. Those are the only two ways yeah. that you can get rid of it. But that's standard rules for the new Prism Star stadiums that are coming out. And thank goodness you can only have one of these in your deck. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we also have Lugia GX. Uh, its attack that used to be Watatsumi's Spear is now named Pelagic Blade. What does uh, Pelagic mean? Uh, it refers to the open ocean. Ah, there you go. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's come. The new set comes out next month right first second day this November is an, another uh review in the making soon and uh we've since this is a huge huge uh set we've been talking here um and it won't be possible for us to discuss the whole set in different even if we divide the review episode in in, in three or four episodes i believe that wouldn't really make it justice because we're only twice a month so we can't just two months in a row talk about uh, Thunder. So we have a really nice plan of doing a two-parter, right? One for the straight, uh, this, uh, uh, trainers and supporters and that. And then one for our choice of Pokemon that we want to discuss. We're talking with here. Our Sigma had a great idea that we, and I think that, uh, and I think, and I'm going to do it because if I'm saying it in this episode means that that's going to be the plan. We're going to have a live episode for you guys where we're going to go to stream on Twitch and we're going to go ahead and live discuss the set with you guys. And so you guys have give you your opinions and your questions regarding all of these cards for Lost Thunder. So that's going to happen. Mark your calendars, guys. I don't have a date, but mark them anyway. <laughs> um, and we're definitely going to discuss these and make a awesome live show review in Lost Thunder. So that's going to happen. Um, that's going to be awesome. Now, moving on to the last piece of news, Savillo. Something about Dragon Majesty. Take it away. 
You thought we were done with the Dragon Majesty set. Well, I've got good news for you. You might be able to find it in Walmart again, because if you're having the trouble I am, I can't find the darn things anywhere. The next piece of the Dragon Majesty set is coming out on October 19th. And Thatch, this is a call out to you. It's the Great Ball one. That's the one coming out on the 19th, the giant Super Great Ball package. Um, So that's something to be excited about. I forget what all comes in it. I think there's a figure. I think think it's a Dragonite figure. Dragonite and Kingdra, yeah. Yeah. And uh, outside that, the final piece of Dragon Majesty, pieces rather, come out on October 26th. So if you haven't managed to find that golden Ultra Necrozma GX yet, you might be able to find it in either the Unova GX Premium Collection or the Ultra Necrozma Figure Collection, both of which are on the 26th. So I'm hunting. We're going to find it. And we're going to continue on hunting. But before then, we're going to head out to our next part, which is Topical Beach. And what are we going to discuss? Well, we're going to have a nice little discussion about overall the meta, Lost Thunder, but most importantly, everyone's favorite meme decks with not only then Savillo here. So let's go ahead and tackle. Grab your glasses. Grab your towels because we're heading to Topical Beach. We'll be right back. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. Ah, the sun in our face, the wind in our eyes, the sand on our feet, and the sun in our head. It is Tropical Beach, and what we're going to discuss this time around is the current meta. What's going on with uh, right now as we speak? After the rotation, but not only that, we're going to talk, have a little fun here and talk about the meme decks and everything that is related to just fun decks that we like to play. Now, let's go ahead and start with the current meta. It's been an interesting meta, that's for sure. Uh, I was just explaining to you guys that I was having a lot of fun with this new rotation since it's, uh, it was... Um, this you know revealed and once it was taken into effect um i have been a bit a lot of fun with magnus zone i have been having a lot of fun with different types of decks and it's just overall been great but we do have some discussions to do about the recent uh tournaments that's been going on namely our philadelphia regional our uh germany re- uh tournaments and our japan one which is super exciting to talk about most than everything so let's go ahead and start with the philadelphia one philly had a very awesome showing um on the top 8 We've had a couple of Soto Arcs and Lycanroc, which is totally expected. But we also had some still active um, Malamar decks with Necrozma, which is always fun. We got a Metacross Solgaleo, which is also fun to have. Uh, but what can we tell from Philadelphia how the meta is? Let's start with you, Sigma. What do you, Overall, what do you think of what's going on right now? So... There's a lot of mosquitoes around. <laughs> uh, turns out a single energy attack that usually does 50 because we have Deancey hanging around. Deancey Prism Star. Um, and then occasionally just gets to do a massive amount of damage when you when you get down to four prize cards against you. <laughs> 120 damage for one energy is absurd. And then put on top of that Shrine of Punishment, punishing any GX attacks. Or GX attackers, and uh, yeah, we're actually seeing a downtick in Le- Tapu Lele GX is being played too. So, 
Nice. What about you, Cephalo? Um, it's really with Sigma. I've been going to. I don't. I don't know how involved you are with any kind of uh, both of you guys with any kind of league cups or anything like that in your respective areas, but these really do kind of reflect on what's going on at the league cups, the league challenges that I've seen in my zone. I'm in, I'm in Georgia and buzz Buzzwall is everywhere. Shrine of punishment is everywhere. Oh, um, God, yes. It's everywhere in PTCGO and, too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. And you mentioned the fact that there's that Malamar Necrozma one, but the, really <laughs> the only Necrozma in there is, just for a GX attack, the real the real linchpin of that deck is Shining Lugia, which oh. I hope you guys have them because if you don't, they're thirty bucks each right now. Oof. So, Weren't they in the like hundred dollar pack? I think they were. Year, I and think that's why they were. That's Could you why remind so... us? Could you remind our listeners what that card does? Yeah, sure. Shining Lugia came from part of the Shining Legends bit. And, um, oh, pardon me, the one that got second actually didn't have Shining Lugia. No, not this one. No, not Uh, this one. That's what I was checking. Next one. Next one. Yeah, (laughs) it was the next one. But that one's been bonkers. Um, Shining Lugia is a, obviously, basic Pokemon. Colorless Pokemon, 130 HP. For three energy, if your opponent's active has an ability, this does 60 more damage on top of its base 60, so it does 120 if they've got an ability. And for four energy... Arrow Force does 130 discarded energy from this Pokemon. You know what really likes Shining Lugia? Malamar. Mm-hmm. Charge those attacks up fast, and then out of nowhere, you're just bopping a Buzzwool for 130. Then you discard it and put it on something else on your bench. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Now, moving on from the Philadelphia, we have other ones that we need to check on. And in particular, I want to talk about the... Not the original Santa Catarina one, which we had in Brazil. And we Mosquitoes. would have normally love to talk about the, especially me, since I'm, you know, I'm Hispanic and I love um, uh, Brazil is a beautiful country and uh, I love the people. Um, but when you go to the Santa Catarina regional, all you see is mosquitoes. Bring your bug spray. Citronella. Yeah. Top eight, <laughs> the whole Top eight, without, with the sole exception of the eighth place, were all Buswalds. Most of them, Buswald Garborder, with the sole exception of two of them being Buswald Weavile, and then the eighth place with Felipe Reyes, and I'm going to name specifically just name him because he was the only one that brought a Soto or Galissapod into it. <laughs> um, everything else was just mosquitoes everywhere. So I really um, like. I really like this third place deck. I just looked at it. it it's slightly more complicated than just mosquitoes. <laughs> really interesting. Well, we're definitely going to get that to the. But before we're going to go go over across the Atlantic Ocean back into Europe and talk about the Offenbach um, tournament, and that is the one in Germany, which we had a few things, including a first place Sylvian um, winner. Can someone please explain to me what happened there, uh, Savillo? Sure. Sylveon, it's, they only played a 4-4 line of Sylveon, with obviously the EV with Energy Evolution, and it's just a control deck. That's it. Every turn, you would just search for the exact three cards you need next turn and just disrupt your opponent in any way. And since no one really 
plays a high amount of anything to disrupt your opponent, you might have a judge or two. You might have a marsh shadow you throw on the bench once. But really, there's no played way that people are disrupting the opponent's hand. So you are very likely to have those exact cards you needed still in your hand next turn. And it played all sorts of weird things like bodybuilding dumbbells to avoid things from avoid KOs, Lysander labs to stop tools. It has um, Mars. It has Mars. Mars. Yeah, for just milling. Yeah, who, who plays Mars? For those of you at home that don't remember, Mars just draw two cards. If you do, discard a random card from your opponent's hand. Who plays that? No one. But in this deck, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you? If you're just throwing in things to disrupt your uh, your opponent, this is a card that disrupts your opponent. And 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 I find it completely amazing. And I was telling you guys that it reminded me of a 2015 Waylord deck. Where one second place and it had no energies and people were like baffled. Because how can this deck with no energies win for uh, second place? And it's because nobody was expecting it and nobody had a response to it in the tournament. And I feel this Sylveon did just that, but it took it all the way to first place. And that is incredible. Mm -hmm. Without another Sylveon deck anywhere in the top 55, it was the only one really that we know of anyway from the list on Limitless that was played. But apart mm -hmm. and, from, from that ugh. separation that we are, what can we learn in the, um, from the meta from this German tournament, uh, Sigma? Uh, like I was saying on how Tapu Lele is on the decline, there were two decks in the top eight that were running Tapu Lele GX. Wow. Two of them. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, there was a Buzz... Yeah, Buzzwell Lycanroc was the one that was... Usually you'd expect to be playing it, but yeah. they weren't. Because they were playing Mag Cargo or Rangaroo as a nice little engine to get what you need. Yeah, no Tapu Lele whatsoever in this deck. It just contained the four Buzzwell baby Buzzwell, the one Buzzwell GX. Four babies, one Buzzwell GX. You got two Rock Ruffs, two Lycanroc GX... One Diasi Prism Star for that extra 20 damage, and you had two Slug Mass, two Macargo, one Oranguru. No Tapu Lele whatsoever in this deck. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's crazy how the meta has managed to leave behind one of the most prominent cards we had in last year's format. Because Shaman G, uh, EX never left the format until Tapu Lele GX took over for it. At least in my perspective, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but Shaman EX basically took was all over the meta up to mm -hmm. the point where Tapu Lele showed up. After that, we saw a great decline, and then obviously the rotation happened and completely eliminated it. But before that, uh, Tapu Lele was the one to dethrone Shaming as the go-to accelerator, go-to tech card in every single deck. That didn't happen with Tapu Lele. Tapu Lele wasn't replaced. It, it was left behind by the meta as of at least partially right now as we uh, as we talk to. Uh, what do you think, Silvilo? I think that just with current trends in the meta, a lot of I, I, we keep saying the meta with current trends. <laughs> um, the big thing that everyone wants to target is two things, GXs and special energy, both of which Tapu Lele thrives on and functions on it is itself a gx that is basically a free two prizes to your opponent if they get that good buzz will turn and it requires dce if you want to just fire off an attack really quickly 
and both of those are what everyone is against right now. It's and it's really, right mm-hmm. yeah, it's a weakness, and it's, it's, it's interesting to see it decline. That's and the how word I was looking for. Yes, uh, liability. Yeah. That was the word. That's, yep. I need more coffee. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting too when we're talking about the meta. I I've taken a look. For those of you who haven't looked at Limitless, it's awesome. It's a really cool website when you want to get some data, get some ideas, and see the meta, a snapshot. And so far in this season since rotation, um, the top three decks as far as overall championship points awarded to their pilots, there's Zoroark, that has a total of 384 championship points given. That's number one. Number two is GXless Buzzwool, which is Baby Buzzwool. And it's been given out 380 points, not 384, like Zoroark, 380. So they're almost exactly the same. Wow. And Vikavolt, I think it's official. I think it's pronounced Vikavolt. I don't know. But that one doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. And then it's really close with place three and four. Vikavolt is 218 points given out. Malamar decks variants are 216 points given out. So. Number one is a tie between Zoroark and Baby Buzzwall. Number two is a tie between Vikavolt and presumably uh, Rayquaza and Malamar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, just it's been, really interesting. Yeah, no, it's been a roller coaster when it comes to, to the overall craziness. But does this craziness in our meta match the Japan meta? I don't know. Which is why we're going to go ahead and discuss what is going on in Japan right now. So, we did have the Champions League in Tokyo happen uh, the 16th of September. And there's a few big takeaways from this. Sigma, what are those takeaways? Well, one, this was a massive tournament of 1,235 people. So, just in case you were worried, this was small. It's it's yeah. getting bigger, guys. Uh I am super happy. Sorry, Sigma, to, to just interrupt you. Oh, no, it's but fine. I do have to go to a quick, like, not a rant, because it's the opposite of rant. It's the, the, the fact that every day we have more and more players. Hopefully, I want a future where we can say Pokemon TCG is the norm, and people will be referring to T- Pokemon TCG as norm, and Magic as a, oh, yeah, there's the Magic the Gathering card game. <laughs> which we yeah that's that's a side thought and but the main tcg game right now is the pokemon game i think we can reach there and i think we will so hopefully that's going to become a thing soon sorry sigma continue on anyways like we've said in the past japan recently rotated their format so they no longer have xy around so they're in this same Roughly the same format as we are. They actually have a card called Team Rocket's Harassment that got to see some play, <laughs> but we are we don't have that. But oh well, that was what just does a Team judge. Rocket Harassment does. I it's have a to judge know. for five. It's a judge for five cards instead of four. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's a real simple effect. I'm surprised we don't have it. <laughs> but anyways, what we're gonna see is the sets that are found in our Lost Thunder have what appears to be a pretty good effect on the game. (laughs) The top deck that took it down is a Malamar deck, but it also has a great card known as Giratina in it. Mm. 
which is actually a pre-release promo in case anyone's going to pre-release in the next few weeks. <laughs> it's probably the best one of them. What does it do? Uh, this Giratina has an effect. Once during your turn, if it's in your discard pile, you may put it onto your bench, then put one damage counter onto two of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. And its attack is for two psychics and a colorless. Shadow impact, 130 damage, put four damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. Oh, wow. And, it is definitely a really good card. Yeah. And, and it's not even a that. Prism Star. <laughs> nope. Not even a Prism Star, guys. This is a normal card. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a good card. And then we've got the Blacephalon deck, which I think I hinted at earlier during the news. Where you have Blacephalon for two fire energy. It has Startle Head, which does 50 times the number of fire energy you put from any of your Pokemon in play into the Lost Zone. Which is important because there's also a Naganadel that should be coming out in our Lost Thunder set that has an ability called Charge Up. Once during your turn, you may put a basic energy card from the discard pile onto this Pokemon, which is a nice little engine to help us up on burn things. <laughs> yep. So you, you just throw away your fire energy. They also have a Prism Star Stadium that we should be getting soon. That's kind of like what it, what was the Scorched stadium? Earth. Oh, okay. Yeah, Scorched Earth, where you get to discard a fire energy to draw cards, but you get to draw three instead of two per and turn. And to give you an idea of how many energies, this deck, the one that was played in Japan uh, by uh, Misaki Miyamoto, played 17 energies. One of them was a beast energy prism star for the extra damage and the rest 16 were fire damage. Where can you see a professional deck that has that amount of energies only in a Blissophalon GX deck? So that's also, pretty hardcore. Rayquaza does too, but... Oh, true. is close. Yeah. <laughs> but we are reaching uh, a, a point where now playing the amount of decks suggested team deck <laughs> is actually viable now before we laughed. It's like, oh, this team deck playing 14 energies. No professional competitive deck plays 14 energies. No, no, no. We're playing 17 now, so it's okay. All right. And uh, one more before I pass it off over to Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Alolan Ninetales it, GX is going to be a big difference maker because it has the ability to... When it evolves, you get to search your deck for two item cards, which goes in a lot of decks that we're seeing. Mm. <laughs> Take it away, Sif. All right. So you said you said that like we don't want to play theme decks anymore, right? <laughs> Who said that? Well, you said that just a minute ago, and I've got news for you. In the Japanese tournament that we're talking about, number four in the entire tournament was Alolan executor from forbidden light not the oh. gx the non-gx the one that does 20 more damage for each different type of energy in your discard up to another bonus 100 you that must theme be deck, kidding no i am not kidding and it's the the sweet hot meme fire that comes out of this comes out of this lost thunder set because you combine that with the brand new shuckle that we're getting Oh, and... Can you please read to our audience what that chuckle does? 
Absolutely. Shout out to Shamu because he he's even better at making meme decks than I am. Oh, Shamu's having the time of his life with this sh- with this shuckle. He gets two shuckles in this set. Now we're talking about the non GX, but the GX one's also bonkers. But for right now, let's keep it to the non. Its ability in as far as we have it translated is freshly squeezed. Once during your turn, when you play this card into your uh, from your hand onto your bench, search your deck for three basic energy cards and discard them. Goes great with a Lolan Executor, but you need a way to find this darn thing, don't you? Well, Grovile's got your back. For those of you who remember Shynotic from the original Sun and Moon set, it's got the exact same ability. Just once per turn, search your deck for a grass type. So... Lay down a Trico turn one, lay down a Grovile turn two, along with your Executor, your Shuckle, chain it all together, maybe grab a Grass Energy with a Net Ball, which is a cool item coming out that lets you search your deck for either a Basic Grass or a Basic Grass Energy um, for no cost. It's This deck is going to be my bread and butter once we get Lost Thunder. And it plays the Sceptile too, so you know that Blacephalon that, that Sigma was talking about a second ago? You don't care. They can't <laughs> touch you because the Sceptile from Celestial Storm is just like, nah, man, they're my grass fam. And you can't touch them because they've got a grass energy on them. Yep. Too bad. Power can't of be nature. Up per- either. Power of yeah. nature from that self says prevent all damage done to your Pokemon that have any grass energy attached to them by attacks from your opponent's Ultra Beast, which exactly. rings, rings similar to the Giratina promo that protected you from abilities from your um, uh, Pokemon Break cards. This one specifically against your Ultra Beast, which it says, sorry, I don't care that you're an Ultra Beast coming from another dimension, coming to invade us. You mm-hmm. cannot touch this. And I'm yep. sure MC Hammer will be pleased by that. Um, uh, Absolutely. And speaking of uh, the Shuckle, it, Shuckle is a welcome, such a welcome addition to this meta because we I cannot say how much I've missed Batter Compressor for so long. Batter Compressor, for those of you that are new, it was uh, 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 an item card that allows you to search for three cards in your deck. Any three cards in your deck and just discard them directly to your, your discard pile. It was such an amazing, powerful, and useful card when it was available because it allowed you to be uh, readily available for via Seeker. It allowed cards for to be really avail- uh, available for anything that allowed you to get from your discard pile. Shuckle does this with basic energy cards, and we're talking about Aqua Patch is a thing, right? We're talking about so many cards that allow you to get energies from your discard pile. Fisherman. So many other options that Shuckle is going to be amazing in decks that just feeds from the discard pile. It's just going to be so good. So I'm super excited for Shuckle to finally arrive to our shores, and it's going to be active. Surely it's going to be active in our meta. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of that, we just talked all about our current meta, and there is... A new set coming along, a set that I've heard so many good things about, and I need both Sigma and Seville to talk a little bit about that, and that is Lost Thunder. There's a lot of hype coming behind uh, Lost Thunder. Seville, what's going on with Lost Thunder? Uh, if this, if us just telling you the top four and only one mosquito being there wasn't enough to tell you that it's going <laughs> to shake up the metagame... <laughs> 
this set is going to be bonkers, and it's going to be kind of the the fresh breath of life to the off and citronella scented meta that we currently have everywhere we go, because it brings all sorts of fun tools. There's not really anything that is that doesn't gain something from Lost Thunder. There's even an entire archetype after which the set is named called Lost March. For those of you who remember the delight that Night March was, yes. now you get to do it with the Lost Zone instead of the discard pile. Oh. And that'll be fun. It'll be a blast, especially with Jump Pluff, the terror. Uh, Jump Pluff striking people down from its little its little puffy, puffy self. It's, it's 70 HP for a stage it's 70 <laughs> HP. <laughs> Wait, it's a 70 HP for a stage 2? Yes. Yeah, it's kind but, of in its fine. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Essentially and though I it's thought a stage this 1. This Pokémon was a throwaway in Pokémon Go. It's even more of a throwaway in the TCG. But you're saying that it has a catch. Yeah, it does. It... You want to go ahead, Sigma? Sure. So, the skip loom that comes before it has a nice little ability that lets you just it sends the hopip and the skip loom to the lost zone so you can get your jump off out. Oh, wow. Think yeah. of it like sacrifices in Yu-Gi-Oh. So it's essentially <laughs> stage one. <laughs> it might as well be a stage one. It's really wow. nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it lets you forgive the fact that it's a 70 HP stage two. And it charges up the attack too, which is only one grass energy. It just immediately there, boom, here's 40 damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did that with all four <laughs> of your skip loon? Oh, okay. Here's... Oh, oh goodness. Uh, math, 40 times 4. 160 damage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, Luckily, this time, we only have two Pokemon with the attack, so... You know, yeah. Lost Thunder is bringing us beautiful amount of amazing cards, including some which are included in the Alolan Executor and Subtile deck. Um, now... We do have a new Alola Ninetales GX, which is the fairy one. Uh, Sigma, you were talking about how that allows you to get two item cards from your deck? Yep, when you evolve it, you get to search your deck for two item cards. And reveal them, put them in your hand. Yeah, all that fun stuff. It also has some decent attacks as well. (laughs) It's, well, primary attack is a fairy and a colorless. Deal 70 damage and 30 to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Okay, and then we have the Grand Ball. What did the Grand Ball do, uh-huh. Cephilo? <laughs> Grand Ball is a card that you really don't want to face a, a Garboder against because it's got an attack that... Let me pull it up so I have the exact wording. Yeah, of course. The attack is named Penniless. It has mm. 30 base damage. If you have no cards in your hand, it does 130 more. Oof. So you play it with a bunch of items that you just don't care about, throw them away, and then just do 160 damage. Wow. <laughs> and then He's... you can control your draws with your mag cargos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be bonkers. But it's these an... are the... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, it's going to be a very interesting meta once Lost Thunder hits the ground. Um, and it's going to create ripples throughout the whole format. Which is oh, what yeah. we expect. Now, there are already slight ripples in our format that we need to discuss. And it's the reason why we're here gathered today. That's our meme decks. Meme decks keep showing up. Because there's nothing better than playing a deck that is completely weird. Has 
particularly no real sense, but they're so much fun to play anyway. And if we brought our local expert here, Savalo, to talk about them. So please, Savalo. <laughs> I know that I've played my share, my fair share of uh, uh, meme decks. Uh, Jurassic Park, for example, which played just fossils. And everyone knows that friends don't let friends play fossils. But it was such I'll fun. It. <laughs> what do you think about, or what is your take about the memes that are going on right now? Or in the future here in the TCG. The thing about the current format and, and what it looks like it might be in the future is that with Shrine of Punishment being so oppressive, it pushes down GXs, but that also allows a whole lot more room for different kinds of creativity that you can do. So those other cards that you previously wouldn't ever think of playing, like the Alolan Executor we're talking about, like you wouldn't really think of innately playing that unless you had a good reason and now you've got one and you just throw shrine of punishment in and you're it's competitive it's really cool so you can do all sorts of crazy memes just because of the presence of shrine and i've got two that i kind of want to talk about Mm -hmm. the first one's just really a simple simple addition to an already sort of established deck and it really gained its its sparkle from the dragon majesty set that came out and that is our good old buddy Garchomp, yes. who's also in a theme deck. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can only talk about theme decks, I guess. But <laughs> Garchomp and Lucario is just that. I'm sure our listeners are familiar with it. You've probably seen it and played against it online. Garchomp does 200 if you play to Cynthia. Lucario lets you search your deck for anything if you've got a Garchomp in play. Yeah. But the cool thing to do, what the cool kids are doing with it is Lance Prism Star. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you chain together a whole bunch of one-prize attackers, the Garchomps. They can be knocked out fairly easily, especially if you're sitting in front of a monster Rayquaza that can just bop you. But you don't care. You play down Lance, and the previous problem of you having to get a Stage 2 monster out is no longer an issue, because then you just drop two Stage 2 Dragons. Which, you know, in most cases might be Garchomp, but in some cases, there's something else that combos really well with Stage 2s, and that is Super Boost Energy, Prism Star. Mm -hmm. So, step one, have a Lucario in play. Step two, sacrifice something to the heathen gods that is your opponent. Mm -hmm. Step three, find Lance, or have Lance in preparation. Drop it, search your deck for a Garchomp, and a Kamo O GX. Interesting. To which you attach the super boost energy that is fully active and fulfills the energy requirements of Kamo O, which is the fighting and electric. Yeah. Boost and energy, just... of course, for those of you at home, it's oh. the one that if it's in a stage two, it counts for four energies. Uh, if you have three, three stage twos, it counts Correct. for four any color that you need on any Pokemon that it is attached to. Pretty amazing. Correct. And Kamo-O has those two attacks that we're mainly concerned with. The first one just does 130. Goes through anything. Um, it's, it's a shred attack, like most dragons have. Um, and it costs four energy, exactly. Fighting, lightning, 
double colorless, but you don't care. You've got super boost, and you just dropped a, you just dropped it, and it's stage two, so you just go crazy. And then the GX attack, which you normally wouldn't have access to in a Garchomp deck, just does 240. So, you know, all of a sudden, you drop this behemoth. If they were knocking out your little Garchomps before, and you just drop this monster, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Boom! Wow. Uh, that is pretty badass. And and overall, that is the major feature that is meme decks. It's the fact that you can just have a lot of fun with a lot of <laughs> unexpected cards that you singled out as being not individually good. But once you find out the meme, the theme of it, you can create, create amazing, powerful decks. At least powerful in the sense of fun. Just having pure fun on them. Now, uh, go ahead. I, I'm curious. Are you also playing a Latios Prism Star? In that one, I am not. I should I, be. But I was going to say I'm disappointed. That's in my current experimenting, place. I'm not just because I don't have it online or in person. Uh -oh. So that's it's my like reasoning. <laughs> yeah, less than fifty cents online. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a good one because you're already playing the double colorless and you've got a bunch of dragons out. You play one fighting Garchomp just so that you don't get bodied by a fairy type and you can still smack. Um, Zoroark. You play shrines too. So, you know, mm -hmm. keep up the shrines. So, Garchomp's attack with Cynthia does 200, and then the between turn shrine, 210, knockout Zoro. Yeah. It's a lot of fun just to come out of nowhere and dropping Kamo O of just what? <laughs> That's. <laughs> Like no. I played again. I played someone online, and they they didn't do anything for for a second for a, a, like a thirty seconds. They didn't do anything just because they were like, "Where did what? How? What?" <laughs> it was great. Awesome. Oh, wow. Now we're gonna leave it the topical beach right here now, guys, because we have to move on to the next segment, and that is deck of the episode. It's been a while since I had we we had a uh, deck of the episode back. I'm glad to say that we did. So let's go ahead and move on to deck of the episode. Yo, it's your boy Guzma, and it's time to break down the deck of the episode. And we are back. Deck of the episode where we discuss a deck suggestion coming from you, the listener. And today we only have one. One from the ever-powerful and great Doc Mistuffles. And he says, Shishiro, R-Sigma, and mysterious co-hosts. I don't know who you are yet, but I am glad to hear that you are on the show. I always love the new voice to grace the speakers of my car and drums in my ears. I hope they keep you around. Love to break down the set. <laughs> Love the breakdown of the set last week, and I gotta agree with Shimu and the rest of you on Kingra GX. I'm looking forward, I'm really looking forward to this card. Baby Kingra was the first deck suggested to me by the awesome Puckle TCG community on the Discord, and I think it's time to go back to my roots. If I weren't such a budget deck man, I'd like to do some silly things with the Dragonite GX and Lance. I've seen some awesome deck lists based around this, and I hope to continue to raise in popularity. Anywho, I'll drop a deck of uh, deck for deck of the episode here. This little guy has given me a few good rounds in the tournament so far, and Cloud9 
if we still haven't played all around yet, here it is. I call her Totally Tooltactular. Now, that contains two Alolan Radadas, two Alolan Radicate GX, two Fan Rodums, one Heat Rodum, two Mo Rodums, one Rodum, two Rodums from, uh, <laughs> wow, it's so one Rodum from Ultra Prism. And two Rodums from... Uh, Forbidden Light. Forbidden Light, thank you. And then one Frost Rodum, one Oranguru, the one from Sun and Moon, and then we have one Punkadoo, one Punkaboo, and one Gorgist. Oh, that's, that's a mouthful there. Um, and then the trainer cards, obviously, we got four uh, Poison Garbs, three Hustle Belt, four Choice Bands, three Bodybuilding Dumbbells, three Escape board and I'm reading through all of them because it's a very particular deck. Four acrobites, one rescue stretcher, one switch, two field blowers, four ultra ultra balls, two nest balls, three Cynthia's, three Sophocles. Su- Thank you. <laughs> four, four Guzmas, one judge and one Olivia. And energies, just one. A double colorless energy. This is an interesting deck, but I fear, I, I feel that R Sigma and Savillo have information on this. So I'm going to turn it <laughs> off to you guys. What's going on with this deck? This is Pumpkin Spice 2.0. Oh, um, <laughs> I've heard of Pumpkin Spice. Please go on. <laughs> and it's really hilarious because uh, I'm reading the end of the email that he sent in. Uh, it's really hilarious that he sent it in and I happen to be on. I've been making a big deal about pumpkin spice in the Discord. Um, now, before you continue, let's go ahead and then uh, finish out the email then. Truth be, <laughs> there is really no rhythm or reason behind my rotten count. There are just all rottens uh, the gentleman Rathalos graciously traded to me. <laughs> and the one Gorgas is just a long shot play for funsies. I believe Seth... Has uh, has much more entertaining and well constructing deck using these spooky and adorable pumpkins. As always, thanks for everything. You the best, Doug Masuffle. Seth, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who don't know, what it's all about tools. That's the that's the thing he's talking about. Because Alolan Radicate has an attack for free that just says do damage based on the number of item cards you discard up to. I think it's 90 yeah 40 or it's 40 times two i believe 40 times two okay yeah so it does it does damage based on the number of item cards you throw but you can only throw two yeah you can only throw two um and then gorgeist which is where the pumpkin and pumpkin spice comes from Mm. uh has an attack for a double colorless energy which is why he's got the one one and then the double colorless here that does um, 10 damage base plus 40 damage for each tool card you discard from your Pokemon if you choose to when you do it. So if you've got six Pokemon down, all that have a tool card attached to them, six times four is 240 plus the base 10 is 250. Hmm. Just for throwing away tools. And that all plays into the end game Rotoms that he's got here that have the Rotomotor ability which say if you have nine or more tool cards in the discard, it attacks for free. So that's the basic strategy, and that's why he's got the 
monstrous amount of tool cards, the poison barbs, the hustle belt, the bands, the dumbbells and the escape boards. He plays all of them just so he can try to stream them as quickly as possible and also get them discarded so the Rotoms go live. It's incredibly powerful if you can do it right and it's really fast too and it's really fun if you get them to attack something while you're stalling that has a poison barb attached to it because then you stack on poison damage on top of it wow. it's just gross um <laughs> what do you guys think of it i've got a couple ideas that i can i can throw at him but what do you guys think um i think just running a one 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 line of Pumpkaboo, Gorgeist, and Double Colorless is probably a little risky. Yeah. Uh, especially since you'd probably want to use it in the early game while you're still getting your tool cards into the discard. Um, maybe switch that out for Bag Cargo. Maybe. How dare you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> what now, do you think, Shiro? Well, I love Ratata. Eh, I love Ratata and love Ratata Gate. I always love the fact that they do not require any energies to be able to functions um they, in fact let me go ahead and, and get that for you well i am liking those alolans because so when alolan eradicate and alolan ratata was first revealed i was all over them because the fact that you can deal and use them and do damage and do attacks without any energies is something that i've always been excited for and hopefully a deck was going to be all around them now for the alolan ratata we have the focus energy, which doesn't cost anything during your next turn. This Pokemon's bite attack base damage does 60. Now, it doesn't really matter because you're not going to do any attacks. You don't have the energy to do that in this deck, right? It doesn't fear. But the Raticate, the little Raticate GX, does have chunk away for 40 times. Now, this card, up to two cards from your hand, this attack does 40 damage for each card you discard this way. So, it can do 80 damage. With no energies necessary, 80 damage straight off the bat. If you have a choice ban, that's 120 damage straight off the bat, not even needing a single energy to do so. Now, power it up with the rest of this deck. It is just an amazing, amazing fun deck using all the rotten's and all the tools that it has. Because if it's the one thing that a Radicate deck, a Lulu Radicate deck could use, is all the tools in the world. So I really see this deck as being so much fun to use. And not only that, we're not even mentioning the fact that it can hit so many weaknesses. It has Mo Rotom. It has Reed Mo uh, Reed Rotom. It has Fan Rotom. It has all the Rotoms you need to cover every single weakness that you need to to hit. It is just fantastic. And I love him. I love it, Duck Mustafos. It's just a really good deck. Now, let's go ahead and rate this. Obviously, we don't have any challengers, Oops. so we can all say that Doc Mustafos, you're the deck of the episode. <laughs> and it's such a fun deck to do so. And we will definitely feature Spunkin' Spice in a future episode, Savillo, and I'll make sure you be on that <laughs> one when we do. Oh, no, this is Pumpkin Spice. It's featured right here. I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, guys. So that reaches the end of deck of the episode, but we're going to move. We're not done yet. Savillo's here, and we, that means that we're going to reach out. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions. It's Savillo's first try here on the TCG cast. So let's see if we can stump the man. In Pokemon, 15 questions, who's that Pokemon? We'll be right back. 
Who's that Pokemon? And we are back to Pokemon 15 questions. Who's that Pokemon? And this is the part where we try to stump our co-host by have them try to guess the Pokemon that I have. Now, you guys know the rules. Lower down your browsers. No internet whatsoever. No 3DSs. Nothing. You can only ask questions not related to Pokedex entries, such as the numbers. Uh, and no questions related to out, uh, outside of the lore and more based on the game, such as, oh, does this Pokemon appear in Heart Gold or Silver? Um, none of that. It's just based on your knowledge with no other help. So let's go ahead. The turns are pretty simple. Starting with R Sigma, following Cephalo, going back to R Sigma. You have 15 questions. One of those questions has to be, is this this Pokemon? With that, let's go ahead and start the game. R Sigma, who's that Pokemon? Is this Pokemon a single type? It is not. Go for Cephalo. All right, so it's a dual type. Okay, does this Pokemon have any immunities based on typing? It does. Go for Sigma. All right. Is this Pokemon part of an evolutionary line? It is. Go for Cervalo. Okay, part of an evolution. Let's see. Looking at the types it shares, um, that has an immunity, rather. We've There's got like the eight of them, I think. I've I've got them circled. They're ground, normal, flying, ghost, dark, steel, fairy. Just writing them down. I like to write out all 18 of the types so I can cross them off as I go. Normal? Um, normal, yep. Okay. So a lot of those are physical. Only two are special if we count fairy as special. Um, Ask about the evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's only two of them, though. It is part of an evolution line. I think I want to narrow down where it is in the evolution line. So, hmm. Does this Pokemon... Is this Pokemon capable of hatching from an egg? No. No. So it's not a basic, or it's a legendary, Mm -hmm. and it's not a baby. No. Well, it's an evolutionary line, so I guess it could be a Cosmog evolution still. Yeah. <laughs> Can Cosmog come from an egg? No. Okay. I guess but, that... like Solgaleo. No, no, yeah, I told I totally get where you're going. I just, that was actually yeah. a, a question. He's trying to lead us astray. Yeah, sorry. I was just no, saying that the legendaries never, are never possible. Never mind that question. That was actually a Jujiro's being curious question. <laughs> yeah. Go on ahead. All right. Uh. Let's see. I kind of want to find out what stage it is, too. But uh, let's just ask, is this a stage two in TCG terms? It is not a stage two. Go for stage okay. Seth. All right. So that means it's a stage one. If oh, I'm doing... No, it's a final evolution, though. <coughs> yeah. It's a final evolution stage one. Right? We don't know if it's a final evolution stage one. We just know it's a stage oh, one. Oh, it's not a stage two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. why I was doing the uh, is it a stage two because that gets rid of the final evolution as well. Uh, we can, I guess, we can knock it out by asking if it evolves further. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just does it evolve further, Jushiro? It does. 
Oh, it's a middle. Oh, um, <laughs> How, why oh. do you do this? <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I was gonna make it easy for you on your first episode, Savalo. Oh, okay. Well, um, let's ask. Well, hmm. what is the is hmm? Because dual types makes it hard to ask about weaknesses, which is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Does the type that gives this Pokemon an immunity weak to fight? I think, yeah, fighting is a good one. It gets rid of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does the type that gives this Pokemon an immunity weak to typing or fighting? That's a difficult question to answer. Like, so boil it, it down. Is it normal, normal. dark or steel? <laughs> So or is one of the typings normal darker steel? What was that? What was that question? It's essentially is one of the typings that it has normal darker steel. Yes, then yes. Okay, okay. because those would be um, giving it an immunity, and yeah, okay. Go for Seth. Okay. Um, I think then I might try and figure out the secondary typing by the evolutions question does that sound good okay um well maybe i don't know because there aren't any since we know one of the typings is normal darker steel i don't think <laughs> there are anything any middle evolutions that are oh yeah share evolutions with those except for steel maybe Ooh. which is weird um yeah, there's, I mean, there's the, well, no, Empoleon isn't. Wow, good job, me. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah it's ugly. <laughs> Goodness gracious, Jushiro, what are you? Um, I'm a devil. It is normal, dark, or steel, three stage, middle evolution. Uh, little typed, middle evolution. What are some that are. Birds, infinite number of birds. Ideas, ideas. <laughs> yeah, birds. Oh god. Maybe ask if both of its typings have immunities. Okay. My other thought, just immediately, is Beldum. Interesting. Okay. Or or Matang rather, um, and Zvilus. Zvilus. <laughs> um, those are two that just immediately jump to mind. Um, I'm gonna need yeah. a question. Yep, I think what I'm. Mm, I, I like your idea of if the other type does immunity. So we'll do that. Jushiro, does the non. Oh, wait, no, I don't want to ask that. Does the second type that this Pokemon has. Also, or do both typings have immunities? Do both typings have immunities? Yes. Oh no. Oh. Okay, okay, that's actually pretty good. Because that means it's not Matang and it's not Zuelis. <laughs> yeah. It means it's probably one of those stupid birds. <laughs> oh. It might be worth asking. Hang on. Is... Okay. Oh god. So I'm I'm making a list. Normal ground, normal flying, normal ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, there are no normal. There are no normal ghosts. 
<laughs> normal dark steel fairy. There's no normal ground either, or normal fairy. Or... There is a nor- there is a normal ground, but not a middle stage that we have to worry about. <laughs> uh, luckily, three stages gets rid of a lot of stupid things, except for birds. Is this is one of this type Pokemon's types flying? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Oh well. That's really uh, <laughs> it could still be no it couldn't. There's no other combinations. Because <laughs> the other type is weak to fighting. We've confirmed that one of its typings is weak to fighting. So the only possibles are flying normal, flying dark, flying steel. There are, there are no three stage flying steels. There are no three stage flying darks. So, right? I don't think there are. Like, Murkrow is not one, and Evolthal is not one. Yeah, and there's another uh, uh, Vulture vulture Girl. Um, oh, yeah, Mandibuzz, not one. So we've essentially narrowed down that it's normal flying, and Jushiro hates us. Well, luckily, there are... <laughs> Swellow, it's not Swellow, so that's good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Uh, so what it's going to be, Savalo? It's your turn. <sighs> um, what are well, the normal? It's also flying? not Noctowl, so that's like yeah, two it's not. Lines. It's not Swellow. It's not Noctowl. It's possibly oh yeah, goodness, Staravia. Staravia. Whatever that Gen uh, Five one that's forgettable is. Oh no. Um, Star Legend, I think is a fire type though. I can't remember though. When it turns Fletchender into- is. Fletchender is a fire type. I remember that. Oh, and Trumbeak. And Trumbeak. Ugh. And, oh, goodness, what is the Gen 5 one? Um, it's uh, Tranquil. Tranquil, thank you. I, I got, I got the first couple. <laughs> Stupid Tranquil. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what's something in common? Because if I remember, we'll know. Oh, uh, let's see. <sighs> one of them has a long, only one of them has a long beak, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, three uh, of them. Go ahead. I'm trying to think. I don't know. They're so stupidly common together. Has Did Ash own Staravia in addition to Pidgeotto? I believe he ended up getting a Staraptor eventually, so I would believe he started with a Starly. But he Did also he get has a... well, this is an anime; it's not lore. That's anime; it's not lore. We can't ask that. Dang it! Ah, no, no, no. Anime questions are fine. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Still only gets rid. Of I Trump. hate them because I have to do extra research. Did he have a? But yes. Did he have a tranquil too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he ended <sighs> up. But... Yeah, it's... stupid Ash and catching all the normal birds except for Trumbeak. Stupid Ash. <laughs> uh, that's right. I think we have enough questions to just ask. Well, we like, can't about it, one. Is it can is like saying it's one or the other acceptable, or is that like too close? What question are we at, Jushiro? It's question going to go for question ten, and question 10. you you can only ask yes or no questions. Well, we can ask if say is, is it either Pidgeotto or blank. And I can say yes or no. Respond to that. I mean, yes, <laughs> I can say yes or no, but yeah, I know that's what we're saying. Yes. Yeah. 
It's a yes or no question. You're narrowing it down by 50%. So, is this Pokemon either... No, no, wait. So, wait, wait. Before you do the question, remember, if you guys start naming Pokemon, you're reaching to the point where you might lose because you need to guess. We know. We have, like, 10 questions and four Pokemon. No, yeah. No questions, like, saying, like, is this between this Pokemon and this Pokemon? That's not allowed. You have to... Try to narrow it down a different way. Oh, okay, fine. You can still ask. Oh my! You you can still ask like anything related to those Pokemon, but you can't name them because if you name a Pokemon, then you're already reaching to this is supposed to be the result. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So find a Uh, a, a interesting way to ask what you're thinking. It's still an either or. Mm Hmm. But and and. Key with me on this Sigma in case I miss something. Does this Pokemon have either a Mega or Signature move? Uh, wait. In wait, its evolutionary want... line. Uh, oh, okay. There, yeah, there you go. I'm confused. Trumbeak has Beak Blast, which only it learns, and Pidgeotto has a Mega evolution. As a Pidget. Yeah. Um, so it's not does a this yes Pokemon, does evolution have either a move that only it can learn apart from Smeargle because Smeargle is dumb? Watch this be like wrong. Wait, wait, I failed to see how this is a yes or no question. Can this Pokemon either Mega Evolve or have a signature move? But what about if it's evolution line? We're saying okay. If uh... it can't, if it either cannot Mega Evolve as its third stage or doesn't have a signature move as its third stage, the answer would then be no. Okay, that that's a no. That's a no. Yeah. So it, that's a thereby, weird question, though. Okay. It is. It's, well, it's, it's the answer. only way to distinguish. <laughs> They're so similar. <laughs> so, therefore, <laughs> since Jushiro's answer was no, I'm, I'm kind of spoon-feeding this so I understand it, too. <laughs> since <laughs> Jushiro's answer was no, it is yeah. not Pidgeotto because Pidgeot's got a Mega. Mega. And it's not a Trumbeak because what? two cannon has beak. What if it was one of those two? What was I was supposed to answer? Yes. Yes, because it can either Mega Evolve or have a signature move. Oh, okay. There you go. Or its evolution lines can have a I signature move. Mega. for no reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> playing with my brain. <laughs> uh, now that we've gotten past test- question 10. <laughs> right. Question okay. 11, Sigma. Uh... Is one of this Pokemon's abilities Intimidate? It is. <sighs> okay. I feel like we know what it is, but I'm still, you know, I'm still terrified. Um, we can ask if Ash had the Pokemon. We have spare questions. Does this Pokemon evolve into something that has a baller hairdo? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> Sigma, you're up. So is this Pokemon Staravia? Yes, it is. <laughs> normal birds. Uh, you're a monster. Birds. Congratulations. That was, <laughs> that was so much fun. Uh, yes, it is Staravia. Of course, Staravia says the Pokedex says, at the very least, uh, if I can find it, where is the Pokedex? <laughs> It disappeared. Oh, there there it is. Pokedex says. No, seriously, where is the Pokedex? <laughs> I don't know. Did Therabee just take it out? 
<laughs> uh, it doesn't have one in Sun and Moon because it doesn't exist in Sun and Moon. Oh, that's why. Okay, that's why. Okay, never mind. So it's Saravia. In Saravia, um, the Gen 4, because there's nothing else, says, They maintain huge flocks, although fierce scuffles break out between various flocks. Now, this is the normal flying type Saravia. Um, congratulations, you guys made it. Thank you so much for participating. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty great. Now, we've reached, unfortunately, the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, now, if you guys like what you listen to, we're not the only thing going on in Puckle. There's various ways you can enjoy Puckle, namely by one of our awesome podcasts. We have the main flagship Puckle podcast every Monday with Thatch, our fearless leader, hosting it. We also have the Game Quarter by Professor Snag every month, as well as we have, by the way, uh, since uh, Sevilla was here, he also was in the last uh, Battlecast. So please enjoy it. So uh, those uh, episodes, you can join them by going to Puckle Plus channel and join those programs. If you like what you are listening to, please go to our individual channels. We have in our Facebook group, we have our Puckle podcast Facebook group, as well as our Puckle TCG, where we discuss all things Pokemon and all things TCG, including every single news from Puckle Beach, uh, our friend um, the really V always works uh, hard to get those news up to date and available for us at the Puckle TCG group. Other than that, please join us on our Discord 24-7. You will find someone to discuss trading, battling, strategies, no matter what, either from the VGC, the TCG, anime, doesn't matter. You will always find someone available to talk about Pokemon 24 hours a day at our Discord channel. And you will find the link to our Discord channel in every single one of our descriptions. So please, please, please go and, dis- uh, and join us. We're a super friendly community. We don't bite. And we're super helpful. In fact, me, Jishiro, your TCG guy, is finally getting to the WWTC. We're, I'm finally able to participate in our um, video game challenges. And that is really big to say um, thanks to Del Mastro, Bautac, and all of you guys that have helped me, uh, the British gent, hey, really gigger. uh, All of you guys have helped me to be able to build my team, my video game team to be able to participate in the UGTC. So um, it's events like that through our Discord that keep us alive keep us going back for more keep us participating it's just amazing i really suggest it other than that go to our twitter at put the puckle podcast at twitter and also our um tumblr at puckle podcast other than that please if you have the extra money please visit our uh patreon page every single cent you guys uh add to us go straight back to you guys uh, thanks to your Patreon is, uh, that I have a whole new brand equipment. I don't know if the audio quality sounds greater because it should. It have a really good quality now. It is all thanks to you and your patronage. We don't get paid for this. We only uh, use that money going back to the community. Other than that, please join me at our Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast. There you can see me, Thatch, and Shamu participating in all the shenanigans. As you all well know, I do not only TCG now, but I also participate in Pokemon. And once Let's Go comes out, I'm also going to be playing with that with you guys. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that. 
with that being said, you can already hear the guitar going in the background. So that means, uh, R Sigma, thank you so much for being here. Been a pleasure. And Seth Vilo, I cannot be happier that you're here. Me either. I got to talk about hot, spicy memes. I'm glad I'm here to do that. And you'll be back, that's for sure. And with that, <laughs> guys, it is the end. Catch you on a flip-flop, and it's... you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.